So, hey, everyone, welcome to another trash delivery. Jump right mm -hmm. into it. How about yeah. that? Uh, Nick, do you remember me and Maya delivering you weed? Yes. Why? Okay. How fucked up was that? <laughs> I was just wondering. You just had a real, like, uh, like a, what do you call it? Moon-eyed kind of. Yeah, not recording. Stare, <laughs> stare out, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just kind of staring off into the distance a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Because usually I can't tell that you're drunk. Oh, no, you're, that you're... was like epic, though. <laughs> and you were, I, because you were texting us that morning, and I was, I was like, whoa, why is Nick like up and being funny? What the hell? Mm -hmm. <laughs> was, they... was it your goal yesterday to like get as, like, like, why were you so drunk yesterday? I don't know. I, I don't know <clears throat> if you like challenge yourself, but today I'm going to get fucking wasted. No, 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 I just like didn't, I don't know. I just never got tired, so I just kept going. And there you, you have know. it, folks. Saw it in books. I read it on tape. So, yeah, hi, everyone. I'm Dustin. I'm, I'm Nick. Kev. I'm Kev. Oh. I'm calling myself Kev now. Oh, sweet. I thought you didn't like that. I don't like it. I'm just trying. I'm, I'm. I'm trying on new hat. Okay. All right. I think it's cool. I'm gonna be fun guy now. Fun guy. Fun guy in the pod. Hell okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Getting a little loose. Getting yeah, a little get down, abbreviated. Get down, get down to one syllable, bro. It's you're more aerodynamic. You're more aerodynamic. You can run faster. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. He doesn't have time to get those syllables out. He's too busy partying. That's right. Uh. Guys, a lot has been going on has in it? this whole world of ours. Has kind it? of. Uh, well, one thing I, I, I can speak to is... If uh, you stare at Twitter all day, it seems like a lot is going on. <laughs> There's like a lot it, going on in the like, behind the veil of nothing going. Or uh, like, what I'm trying to say is, uh, anecdotally, from, and, and just looking at other people, I can, it seems like people are like... Well, this is just one of the things. It seems like people are are starting to get really lax with the quarantine thing. Oh, Has anyone really? else noticed this? Well, no, that was always going to happen as soon as it got warm. That was always going to happen. That has been echoing in my head. The 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 more I've seen the way others are like treating this last week, uh, is you keep yeah your prediction. You're that people will be leaving. It'll be once it warms up. It's just going to not be possible to keep people inside. Well, like in California, like the beaches were fucking packed this week because it was really hot there. Isn't that fucking and, illegal? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah, California. Yeah, in California, it's also illegal here. You're not allowed to go to the beach here. I mean, Michigan has some of the strictest, you know, stay at home uh, policies right now. Although, uh, I mean, I haven't noticed it so much around here. I just like anecdotally, like you said, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of. And hearing a lot of stories of people in other places acting a fool. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, I, I mean, I'm not even trying because I'm not trying to. I, it's like understandable to me in a way, but it's bad. Like, it seems like it's bad and could create a second wave that like people are just getting used to it, I think, in a way like they're they're just like, oh, we've been doing this for so long and it's sort of becoming normalized. And the initial feeling of like fear isn't there, too to guide well, yeah, you as the, much the numbers aren't going up anymore 
and like people a lot of people don't know anyone who's got it and like even sometimes i'm like man i haven't got it i, I must be immune like i, I just i tell myself that like obviously i don't know if that's true or not uh but because so, when it's not a presence in your life, when you don't know anyone who has it, when you're not getting it, when you're not, when the numbers aren't going up anymore to scare you, it's just kind of like, oh, all right, we beat mm-hmm. it. Yeah. The moment it began plateauing, even though that means technically there's more cases than there ever had, than there were three weeks ago. Like I, you know, it, it doesn't make any sense to be like less safe now than you were being three weeks ago, if you were being safe at all, because it's there's just objectively more people out there that have it right so like just let's just ride this out guys i I don't even know if there's going to be a second wave in michigan i don't i have no idea to how to predict these things other than just listening to the shit that experts say uh about how they you know things like if you don't have a vaccine there's really no such thing as completely safely reopening being one thing and just like echoes of how this went in 1918 with influenza and how there were like three waves there and the whole thing lasted like two, three years. I think it was like two and a half or whatever, but why would it not go that way? We'll see. Uh, yeah, not, not, not optimistic about it. Although honestly, I, I'm, I'm of two minds. I would like this to be over, uh, cause I want to <clears throat> go to the movies again. Um, and I would like people to not be so miserable. Uh, but at the same time, I could straight up do this forever. I, I, <laughs> I've like re- achieved Zen. Uh, I'm happier during this period than I've been in a while. Yeah. I was uh, just telling, I was just telling somebody that you seem like <clears throat> more at peace than, <laughs> than oh, you have in a long time. It's great. I mean, the world is pre- we press pause on life, which is what I've always wanted to do. <laughs> yeah, I've wanted. I've like I've always talked about how I want to enter a singularity where I can just watch movies all day long and and read and play video games and not and 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 crucially not feel bad about doing those things. And I right now that's literally all there is to do, and yeah. I'm being paid to do this. Yeah, that's what I really do love is the permission to like play Switch all day and and be like, oh well, I guess I might as well buy Animal Crossing, which I finally caved and did. (laughs) Supporting the economy, baby. I haven't and I I haven't been bored for one iota of a second this entire time. Uh, I also find my like like uh, I notice a lot of couple people I know are starting to like clearly they're like caged animals who are crawling up the walls now, Uh, and I'm just like getting more and more at ease uh, and finding myself less and less like interested in social contact. <laughs> like I, like I, 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 I could not talk to anybody right now. It'd be great. I have no interest in talking to anybody. Jeez. Just me and my dog. And it's, it's, it's wonderful. Watched seven movies the other day, set a personal record for myself. It's uh, wh- a good times were 90 minutes. Obviously all of them were. Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying, just making sure. I mean, if I were to watch two, all two, you couldn't do two hour movies. You can do seven two hour movies in a day. Yeah, you could. No, you couldn't. Seven times two is 14. Uh huh. And there are 24 hours in a day, buddy. 
on Earth, okay. but I'm on a different planet than you. Shorter times. Oh, got it. <laughs> so you your your math is a little fucked up in your head, though, wasn't it? Before you uh, who needs math in quarantine, man? <laughs> the only numbers hey, I need to know are yeah, how much hit points I have in Final Fantasy. Okay. There you go. <laughs> I keep getting kicked out of this fucking room. Momentary. Jesus Christ. What the hell? Is your internet suck? I don't, yeah, but I it don't. It must. Why the hell does it suck? I don't know. Get it closer to the router. It's probably because, like, every, there's, like, five fucking people watching Netflix right now on our internet. Oh, no, that is that is what's going on. Can can you go, like, uh, spoon the router? No, I'm not doing that. Come on. It's, no, it's, like, fucking <laughs> not in a comfortable place. <laughs> okay. Uh well, back to the old politics beat, guys. Yeah, uh, the labor. What came out about the Labor Party in the UK's uh, sabotage of the Corbyn campaign and their own campaign? Did you guys see this? Yeah. How they they targeted? They bought only five thousand dollars in ads, which they targeted specifically at Corbyn and like his aides and people that they were trying to trick into thinking that they were actually running the campaign that they said they were going to run. Like they overtly created like a little Truman show of advertising for Jeremy Corbyn. And then like, they, it's just so outright, like it, it just like when you take a step back from this entire thing, we, we just tried to do with Bernie and everything. And, and, and really kind of made me feel I don't know. Stupid is the right word, <laughs> but yeah, it, it made me wonder why I ever believed that even if Bernie won the nominee or nomination, that the Democratic Party wouldn't tank their own fucking campaign. Like they, they would have. Mm. Well, obviously, what's the other thing that they took him off the ballot in New York? Oh well, yeah, that's what's going on right now. Is he went off? Yeah, he's off the ballot in New York, uh, and I mean, well, they. They quote unquote canceled their primary for president, even though there's a bunch of other shit on the ballot. Yeah, exactly. One of the justifications from one of the people on the like the elections council that uh, voted to can't that it's because they this. want less people to vote. Yeah, they wow. said way to be cynical. Maybe they want to save trees. Like deeply, okay? deeply <laughs> anti-democratic. They're trying to save lives. The Democratic Party that was explicitly tree, tree uh, putting a gun to the voters' heads. But the guy. Well, no, who, but they could do bad. They could do mail. That's why ah. it's a fucking moot point. And also, he he was saying like, oh well, in a private, in in a race where that's basically decided, there's no point in going. Just ignoring the fact that there's other shit to vote for. Of course, there's mail-in voting. Just their 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 arguments to like cover their own tracks are just like they're not even fucking trying. Right. I I mean, there's multiple ways it's good for them. Also, I mean. Uh, well, for one thing, this Tara Reid shit is is not going away. Um, it's it's he's it's becoming so, uh, like objectively, uh, substantiated in a way that honestly, it's like it's surprising to me because you don't really don't that that Larry King video that came out of Tara yeah. Reid's mother calling yeah. in about. I mean, 
uh, That's for wild. anyone that hasn't seen it, she calls in to Larry King to talk about how her daughter was uh, sexually assaulted by a very prominent, or I don't know if she explicitly she says sexually assaulted. She doesn't say that. She doesn't but say she, that. She said she had a problem with a prominent she, senator. Exactly. She, uh, and, and they don't know she, whether to go to the press or what other recourse they have. When yeah. was this? When was this from? Like when it fucking Not, when she like, claimed it happened. Like it was like ninety two. Yeah. And so yeah, if if Putin is doing this, goddamn, is he good? And he just deserves to win. Yeah. Well, him and his time machine are gonna beat us eventually. Yeah. We don't stand a chance. Right. And well, so then, like then there's so then Bernie gets fewer delegates, which means he has less power at the convention to shape. Mm-hmm. Uh shape the party platform so that sucks and also they're fucking over down ballot candidates that are primarying uh democrats yeah this is this is like bernie i think bernie has basically got like a fucking party hat on is in like being pelted with shit as he like walks down the aisle like i don't though i'm i'm thinking of like a weird scene in the movie (laughs) i don't know what i'm trying to reference Bernie, well, are you thinking of Game of Thrones when they make Cersei walk down the street naked and everyone yells shame at him? <laughs> yes. Kind of. like <laughs> I don't know. I'll stop trying to reference it because I can't think of it. Other than like, Bernie, the idea that he had any power at all is like out the window the way that he just completely folded so easily. And I get the argument that everyone, that like, I, it is true that the, the Democrats were putting a gun to voters' heads and saying, hey, Bernie, how do you feel if this continues? You want these lives on your hand? But what I keep coming back to is, okay, so Bernie does, doesn't, isn't, doesn't become the president. It's Joe Biden or fucking Trump. We're talking about, like, what about the lives at risk from just, like, climate apocalypse? Like, it, it's just so, short, so short-sighted. And, of course... It was always going to come to that. Like they're you're fighting a, a psycho, i.e., the DNC and the ruling elites. Like they're nuts. And the the idea that it wasn't going to come to them, like putting a gun to someone's head and saying like back off, like Bernie should have called their bluff and been like, look, because it just I, I I've been struggling to think of a like a concise way to frame it, but it doesn't just downplay the idea that voters would die. It, in like a repeat, a bunch of repeats of Wisconsin, but mm-hmm. like what, what, what the lives that would be put at risk for, about that, what is that going to matter 30 years from now when like the oxygen is, is draining from the atmosphere? I mean, it won't. Yeah. It's just so, and, and not to say Bernie would have single-handedly like stopped climate change or anything, but that was the only step in the right direction and everything else is like a landslide in the wrong direction. Right. And we've just, yeah, man. just buckle up and enjoy the ride. That's pretty much what it feels like. It feels <sighs> vote Jesse Ventura, I guess. Yeah. Isn't he, I don't live in Minnesota. <laughs> isn't he, isn't he running for governor of Minnesota? No, no, he's running for it's oh, it's just this well, governor. They, they gave him the green well, they're giving him the green nominee. They're maybe yeah. giving him the green nominee. Oh right, right. He's running third party. Ooh. He's not it officially doing anything yet. Really? He should do that. I would like to vote for him. Yeah, I I'm fine with that. I would like the opportunity to vote for someone you know whose policies aren't good, right? I don't fucking care. Yeah. I'm not voting for Biden. <laughs> it's <laughs> a pure protest vote. All right. That would be a And pure... only one of those people was in Predator. Fair enough. So, 
Just Joe Biden in, uh, as Predator. I'll write in Carl, Carl Weathers. Weathers. Yeah. Yeah. Action go. Jackson. It's First like I was all I was all down to write in Bernie, but a- after seeing if we have to face like eight months of Bernie uh, deflecting sexual assault allegations and and trying to campaign for Biden, I don't know. I don't know what I don't even know if I feel like doing that because it's it's not even doesn't even mean anything in the first place. Other than just I mean, the only thing it would mean is if a significant amount of people enough do that, it does send some sort of message that there's a opportunity for a third party independent run or something. Yeah. Just a fucking Uh, the the other ones who did it, like that it's not like the Democrat the Democratic Party's not gonna be like, well shit, look at all these people who voted for Bernie, uh, this what one percent of people who voted for Bernie? Damn, that's crazy. It means nothing. It affects. I think this the only their bottom line. The only message it could send is to people that are actually serious about doing a third party run. If he gets like ten percent or whatever, but that's crazy. He won't get ten percent from right in. Yeah, and then like, so. and then what's going to happen? Like, who, where, who, where, where, who's going to organize this new party? What is it going to organize around? Where where is it going to get the money, the breathing room, and the in the infrastructure in American politics? I think you know. I don't think a third party's ever going to happen here. I mean, it would it would have to be people that are on the left right now, and that's I mean that's what it would look like is people that are just deciding to try to. You'd have to run a campaign that galvanized anger yeah. at least. I think the only way it could have happened you could is do if that. Bernie actually ran third party. If he said right now he would run third party, which I believe, I don't think he even could if he wanted to. He could have taken the Green Party nomination. He could have done. He could have done that. Well, then maybe, maybe uh, they offered it to him. Because I know a lot of I know some states like have rules that like if you were in the primary, you can't just like still run on on no ticket. Uh, like so, it's like a sore loser kind of thing. Yeah. So whatever. That whatever, might, yeah, that, that might be the case. At any rate, yeah, it doesn't matter. He's not going to do it. He's not all these people that are that are saying Bernie unendorsed, unsuspend, or like this is. I've seen a lot of people weirdly throwing like flipping little pennies of hope into this well, and just I I'm sorry guys, it's not it's not going to fucking happen. Like I, mean, I would, doing, that's a fucking loser. Vote. I'm voting for President Coronavirus. I've okay. seen a lot of people get excited about, like, I mean, even people like, uh, not to specifically like call him out, but just like Benjamin Dixon, someone who is like a s- more serious guy. He's not just a random person on on Twitter. Just like holding out hope to even suggest that it could happen is just basically fan fiction. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of the Bernie campaign is about fan fiction, so. Yeah. It's really amazing how. I don't know whether he's just old and tired, but how, how, how did, how, how'd you fold so easily, Bernie? Like, what the fuck? Uh, I mean, he's a moot point. He's, 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 he's toast. Who cares? He, he was starting a war. It's like starting a war, like, like running into a battle. And the first time, like a bullet goes through someone just being like, oh no, stop. I suspend. I suspend. I surrender. You know, he's he, he's he wasn't built for a war. He was he was built for electoral politics. So man, yep. He tried he, he tried it and it didn't work. Tried it again, didn't work. Yep, no more it's Bernie. Not gonna work. I don't mean to dwell. Just make this the constant dwelling on Bernie thing. But really, in the over the past few days, my my feelings towards people still attached to or still like 
just like sucking the vapors of hope from from it and shit is just I've really soured on seeing that shit. Oh yeah. It's no really thing. making and uh you know if only Bernie had that, of course, that Trump energy we all talk about, that that bravery and fearlessness to just get up there and like brainstorm about solutions to a problem, like you know, filling yeah, a body with light. Yeah, uh, spitballing. Yeah, he was up there, he was brainstorming, and that's exactly the type of like we're yeah, we need we're somebody who can ad lib. Mm-hmm. And someone who's well, not afraid to say now. the wrong thing. He's right. a coward now. He's not doing his daily press press conferences anymore because everyone made fun of him about the, the bleach. <laughs> Is that true? He really stopped doing it? Yeah, after he's that? Them. Yeah. <laughs> Even Trump after that had to like could kind of like look in a mirror and be like, well, that was kinda I kind of thought with said or spoke without thinking there. <laughs> like, Made a move. I do love that, that that this that comment seems to have been a thing that has struck a chord with a lot of people where they're like, "What? I can't believe he's telling us to drink bleach." And it's like, "Man, this motherfucker says something crazy ass dumb shit every single day. How did you just decide that this is the thing?" But, yeah, this is this is the guy who said that the uh the wall needs to be transparent so that big bags of drugs don't bonk people on the head when they're thrown over it. Yeah, it must it must be just literally that like people cannot do anything. They are stuck at home, so they are forced to pay attention to what he is saying. Uh and they listen and they're like, Well, okay, all right. That was pretty dumb. But like all the other shit he was saying before, they're they're all busy, you know, they're on their water ski. They're not listening to him then. And the the whole the 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 like I don't know how people are not experiencing I guess a lot of voters probably are, but the, the like really uh, vocal people that love to say how dumb Trump is, how, how like that's, there's such a fatigue to that. Like, and, and I don't know why what Donald Trump said was so dumb when uh, fucking Andrew Cuomo's wife said that she was giving herself and Andrew bleach baths based on the <laughs> advice of her like homeopathic medicine, fucking shaman, whatever. Yeah. She wants to call herself. <laughs> hey man, we are like we are like two weeks away from Goop announcing that she has a cure for coronavirus. And... <laughs> but you have to put it in your pussy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to insert it in your vagina. That's the yes. thing. So it only, only can women. cure women. Yeah. Yeah. Which they don't even need it because men are the ones who are more susceptible to coronavirus anyway. I would like you to speak to the medical doctors to see if there's any way that you can apply light and heat to cure, you know, if you could. And maybe you can, maybe you can't. Again, I say maybe you can, maybe you can't. I'm not a doctor, but I'm like a person that has a good, you know what. I got super fucking high on an edible the other night, like on accident. On accident? Yeah. Isn't that what you wanted to happen? Was was this addressed against your will? That's just the story. We've, we've, We've addressed this trope on the podcast that there's no one has ever like taken an edible and been like, that was just, that was exactly that was the perfect amount. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I will. I ate this. Okay. So I had this edible that was in my freezer for since, since Christmas. Uh, <clears throat> and like, I ate a little bit of it and I waited a couple hours and it didn't really do much. And I thought, well, maybe it's, you know, maybe Did it's you not take as another? effective as it once was because it's been in the freezer all this time. So then I just ate the rest of it. This is like about, bad writing. 
This is yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, and then the and then just... an hour later, I was just like, oh god, this is okay. <laughs> and it was a trip, man. It was a very it was an intense experience for about ten minutes. I was panicking, um, thinking, oh god, like this is super intense already. It's only gonna get crazier. Uh, then you just and gave then it I was god. like, well, what am I gonna do? Go to the fucking emergency room? No. So fuck <laughs> it. Yeah, uh, I'm just gonna roll with it. And That's an important, actually, piece of knowledge to have when you're if you're gonna freak out while high is to just know that it's not gonna kill you, so you don't end up like one of the dipshits on the phone, right? To talking, calling nine one one, right? Uh, yeah. So then I rolled with it, and it was fun. I started I started pounding beers like. I was like pounding alcohol because I was like, I gotta level this fucker out. Because uh, <laughs> it was like very, very. It, this might be as high as I've ever been in my entire life. This sounds pretty much that's that's how I handled like my first acid trip where I just took two hits of acid and and was. It's weird how when you are like freaking out like that, p- pounding beers in your head, you are like, this is going to ground me. Yeah, it'll fix it. This is gonna. <laughs> This isn't just going to make everything start spinning. This is going to like. Fortunately, no one was home. I was like, like, could not deal with people in face to face. There's no way. Like, I was fucking gone. <laughs> I my own voice was like terrifying to me. You said you sound like you basically took mushrooms. Yeah, that's what, dude. When I edibles turn into like mushroom trips for me at a certain point. Well, here's the thing too. Is I had no idea how many milligrams were in this fucking edible, Jesus. Uh, or what's even normal, and and so then I thought I remembered Ryan saying because I got it from Ryan of all people, and uh, I I thought I remembered him saying that there were fifteen milligrams. So then the next day I'm like texting him like, hey, I ate one of those cookies. It was fucking crazy, and he was like, you ate the whole thing. You know, there's like thirty milligrams in there, and I that's not a lot for people who do edibles, but I don't fucking eat edibles, so. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I would do it again. Highly recommend getting terrifying. Yeah. Like terrifyingly high to the point where you have no choice but to choose not to be terrified. It's pure, or, purifying I, to the soul. The only other choice was to lay, just lay down in the dark and like, and freak out. But yeah, I chose life. I chose life. Amen. I feel good about Here's it. life. And uh, you're going to do it again before yeah, the podcast. Yeah, I'm going to do that again. Yeah. We're going to have a... Because, uh, uh, you know, let's just talk about this. Got some we're thinking about. We're thinking about... I've been, like, thinking about how, how this podcast is supposed to be. And I don't know how much longer this quarantine shit's going to be going on. But in the midst of, like, coronavirus and everything, I, I, there's probably, like, a, a market... That's not the right word, but uh, space <laughs> space for us to like talk about. Not just have every episode be we come on and just be like, "Well, here's all the fucked up shit going on." You know, sometimes I just noticed whenever I was listening to other podcasts I listened to, and they'd be have an episode where they're not talking about it, I'd feel relief. Okay, so we're gonna start uh, doing. I think some uh, occasionally we'll do like, what do you want to call them? Cultural episodes. Okay, where we're just like dedicate. Because one that we want to do is talk about the new Fiona Apple album, and just like we did just, that. I know you cut it out, but we already did that. But you think that 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 was good enough in there? 
No, I mean like we did that in real life with each other. Yeah, but I have new opinions. Oh, you have new opinions? Yeah, I think it sucks now. Ah, you're trolling. You got me. Uh, but you know, just stuff like that. I don't. It doesn't have to be the Fiona Apple album. It could be any movie or whatever, or just specifically a movie chatter episode or whatever. And we'll just consider them like bonus episodes. And if you wanna, if you see these episodes come into your feed and you don't. Uh, want to hear us talk about movies or you think that's boring or the album you're not interested in skip it and no it's not a normal episode and the normal episode will come and please <laughs> there you know please don't please don't flee don't panic delete the podcast because it has content that you don't want keep calm and chive on yes yeah there you go yeah I didn't vote. I don't believe in democracy. Okay. You know, I believe in fool, the ancient city, and raising fool. And I think that Trump is the candidate who's going to raise fool and Atlantis. But on the topic of talking about coronavirus, since this is a mainline episode where we just dwell on the uh, depth Misery, of society's our daily lives. cruelty. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I saw a guy walk around Kroger. It was a fun, it was a cool guy. One of the, just wearing a death mask or a plague mask. <laughs> really like the long beak? Yeah. Whoa! <laughs> he just had that shit like on his shelf with all his other like steampunk shit or whatever. And he was just yeah, like, hell yeah. Some kinky freak. <laughs> I can't believe I get to wear this out. Yeah, this is, a, this is, you know what, I was thinking this the other day, I was thinking this has got to be a great time for fucking kinky freaks, who like, <laughs> who like people who like wear masks and shit, like, get out of here with your, your mask bullshit, don't, don't, don't proudly wear that plague mask out. What about, I, I'm surprised I haven't seen any full fursuits out. As- We're like two weeks away from that happening. It's, <laughs> it's the, you know, it's the, basically the same as a hazmat suit, okay? I'm just expressing my truth while I'm in the thing. <laughs> yeah, that's the safest I could be, actually, right now. Is in this fursuit. <laughs> sniffing all the cum inside. Actually, I take back what I said. I, obviously, we know that furries are Antifa. So, furries, are, you're cool. Yeah, we you're do. Cool. Yeah, I'm not trying to come out blanket uh, against furries. What, I, what it just weirds me out a little bit is when I'm at, like, I, like, I was in an art festival thing uh, in Michigan. And there was just a bunch of, it was in Grand Rapids, and there was a bunch of furries just like hanging out and playing with the kids. And I don't know. It Wait, seems, in full costume? In full costume. And Are it's you like, sure you I, were just like at a theme park? Like, what? <laughs> no, no, no. It was furries. And I, why, and like, why are you so sure they were furries? Because they were, you know what a fursuit looks like? It's a, they, they have like the fucking annoying eyes. They look yeah, like really. This is turning into a kink-shaming podcast. Yes, it is. Like, I'm not, no, what's, I'm your, not... What, what's the number one kink that freaks you out? Um, being, being gay. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. That one is like crazy, and it's really out there. And I, I don't like the, like, putting your, like, your penis in the vagina. That's, like, weird to me, you know? Oh, wait, that's... Oh, okay. So, all right, got it. That's, like... Gross, man. That's where periods come from. Okay, let's. I'm I'm done. <laughs> uh, I was hoping for an honest answer, sir. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I the, the only kinks that genuinely freak me out are the ones that would freak 
anyone out because they're evil, such as like crush porn and stuff where you're like <laughs> crushing hamsters with high heels and puppy skulls and shit and selling it yeah. on the dark web. Wait, is it, isn't it sometimes just like crushing grapes? Like, is it always about crushing living things? If it's grapes, that's great. Um, um, I love it. Fantastic. I thought it was mostly bugs. That's how wine is made. <laughs> uh, but there's like, you know, it's a really controversial uh, answer. The only kind of kink I don't like is the one that involves crushing small baby animals. Yeah, man, you might want to scrub that if you're going to run for office one day. <laughs> That's going to catch up to me. That's like a right-wing joke about, like, oh, yeah, man, once the liberals in the future, like, you won't even be able to say that you were ever against fucking a puppy. Yeah, I mean, that's what Tank Tower Dean, everyone thinks it was the screen, but no, it was his stance against puppy crushing. <laughs> it's been scrubbed from the record, too, because they don't even know what, they don't even want people to know that it's possible to be against it. Yes. The normalization, man. Sick. This is a sick, this is a disease country. Mm. It's the, uh, probably the only thing that, like, Bill Clinton isn't into. <laughs> eh, wouldn't put it past him. He's yeah, a, he's, a, he's an open-minded <laughs> no, kind of guy. He knows he's he knows he's not into it because he tried. Yeah, of course <laughs> he he was he was gonna like he definitely barked up the tree. <laughs> yeah, uh, sad. Yeah. Oh, you know, I want to throw in. I want to throw in. This was a lost in the lost episode, but I just I like I just like this little prediction of mine because I just think it's I th- I don't I just think it's true that so there's. There's lions and tigers. There's more lions and tigers in America than there are in Africa at this point. And so in a societal collapse situation, all of these lions and tigers and bears that are just hiding behind or like restrained by flimsy chain link fence cobbled together in someone's like backyard. Uh, there's going to be there's going to be a bunch of lions and tigers in the in the future apocalyptic scenario. So. I'm just coming here. I'm just here to t- to spread that news and give you something to look forward to. Hey, man, we are recording from the Detroit area. There are already lots of lions and tigers here. Okay, we're the home of the lions. The, the okay, <laughs> that is weird. We have the Detroit Lions. Lion, the Detroit sports. They like their big cats. Yeah, well, the tigers are the tigers because I the I think the original owner of the team like had some pet tigers. Oh great! And was like, he was a, he was the original Tiger King, and then the lions are the lions just because the tigers already exist, and they're like, well, tigers, <laughs> lions, sure, yeah, fuck it, Wizard of Oz, <laughs> yeah, where are I our do bears? not know the I do not know where Red Wings comes from. I've always thought that was uh, goofy. I'm sure Pat knows. As a co- Pat, what, like, if you're listening, right oh, in, I can't right wait. In I can't wait to hear. Pod. Yeah, you know when what? Episode comes out, we're gonna get a long fucking text message. On yes. the Red Wings, isn't their logo? Aren't the aren't the wings white? What? Yeah, the wings are white. Just saying. Don't shoot the messenger. Just here to tell you, the wings are white, folks. The wings are white. They're not red. Wake up. Wake up, sheeple. Fucking, yeah, get a fucking clue. <laughs> Stop letting the people, the these politicians, lie to you. Say that they don't do rapes. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. I'm just. The, I'm. My brain is really on, on the. I know it's like a left turn, but I just the Tara Reid shit. I just have been really reading about that. So they're not because today. Uh, the, the, 
the day of recording this, Monday, whatever, 20-something, April 20-something. Yeah, the two new, two new corroborating witnesses came out uh, against, uh, or to corroborate that Tara Reid did tell them at the time that Stop. she... Stop doing that. What? Sorry, Please my cat was scratching the furniture. Oh. <laughs> that, that she was sexually assaulted, and they, like one of them was like her neighbor. And at this point, are there's these a re- stories like puncturing the mainstream news, though. Like, are these stories running on CNN? Yeah, that's what was crazy to me. I saw it was on Business Insider. I don't know everywhere, but it was like I kept seeing it reposted or re whatever the journalistic equivalent of a reblog is, uh, a retweet. <laughs> um, just writing your, but yeah, they, I, I I kept seeing articles. Yeah, I mean, I'm not as plugged it. into the political side of Twitter as you guys are, but I, every once in a while something trickles down. Like, there are those, like, you know, those blue check, like, I don't know what, they're just creature, creatures of Washington who tweet about politics all the time. Uh, like, and they always have weird names, like Zenny Jarden. Like, like, oh, like, that what, person is a psycho. Like, yeah, I, and I saw her tweet that was like, uh, like, it was talking about how she's not, here to make judgment about the rape claim, but she is here to fight disinfo, and it's like all karate these, chop like, disinfo. Yeah, the also this the fucking language, the like corny <laughs> Obama era language, the Parks yeah. and Rec like, I'm gonna karate chop my my fart waffle. That shit is so like, how can you still be doing that stuff now? That, <laughs> that, that, that's an aside. It's the same sentence er, in the same tweet where you're like, uh, like I'm basically going to karate chop this woman's uh, allegations yeah. of <laughs> surviving You're disbelieving someone's rape claim. Uh, you're, you're using whimsical fucking child language. Great. Uh, mm. But, like, I mean, I, it, I'm not surprised because these people are completely cynical and uh, and Biden's nomination, uh, you know, as the, as the centrist Democrat uh, and all the uh, fucking, you know, Blue check Democratic operatives can co- coalesce around him. Uh, it's just proving that the last, like, co- the the Me Too movement and all, and just in general wokeness as a trend um, was just an affectation, and it's just like out the window when it counts. You know, like yeah. all this language from about like we need to believe women, all that stuff. It doesn't. It was only there because it had no political utility to be used against you, the you know your your party and your capitalist interests. But now, when it is in contrast with their with their goals, they're just like, "Oh fuck that! Throw that, throw that shit out the window." That was just there as a garnish. We're, we're we're focusing on the meats and the potatoes here. We don't need the. We don't need that. Oh, we don't actually. That's not something we care about genuinely. We just thought that, that in that time period, it would work to get votes. Yeah, and your support. The, the meat tea movement died uh, with. Every, with all the deleted tweets, when people went back in their history and scrubbed all of their like mentioning of defending Christina Blasey Ford and all oh, their, yeah. and then when Alyssa Milano deleted it from her bio, yeah, I mean it's absurd. And I like uh, the I believe the um, the reporter that that Jenny Jarden, whatever her name is, who, who her whose name is made up by the way, her real name is like a normal name. Uh, uh, the same, the guy that she was discrediting is some fake, fake news guy. It was the same guy who fucking reported the um, Christine Blasey Ford uh, uh, accusations. Mm. So, oh, but, but uh, yeah. Any, anyone, anyone. The, the sad thing is, anyone who thinks this Tara Reid stuff is actually going to matter wasn't paying attention to the Kavanaugh stuff. It's not going to matter, unfortunately. 
It's never mattered. It's literally never mattered. I think probably every politician ever is a rapist, and they don't fucking ever. Ma- it doesn't matter. I don't think it. I think what it, the, where it's going to come into play is during the general election when fucking Trump runs like gangbusters, like with this. Like he's just going to be. If those motherfuckers, if he, if uh, he, pr- he might, he'd be opening he himself up to attack. He doesn't uh, care he doesn't, what. You know, he, he would, no, he will, he will, because it's been proven that those attacks don't work against him. Uh, yeah. But just if, if two, these two fuckers are like slinging rape ads at each other, two rapists are slinging rape ads at each other, and you're telling them, and, 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 and. Trump has like the, the lack of care and just the general fucking like bowl in a china shop recklessness. That he will air the ads, of course, and he and he just has the confidence that like nothing can touch me. Like I'm not didn't do anything wrong, and I bet I can see Team Democrat being like, "Oh well, we're not going to go there." Actually, still, because I mean, how, look at what Biden has done so far. What has his angle been against Trump? It's been like he wasn't hard enough on China and didn't send like a delegation of doctors and force them into China. Like he didn't invade China with doctors and was too nice to them uh and i don't know he's he, the, the the angles of attack that they've been doing against trump are bizarre and seemingly almost indicative of people that don't care about winning yeah i mean man this is partially mellow now thinking about, <laughs> i don't want to think about that it doesn't matter i don't care who wins i don't care like i, I it doesn't matter like it it will be it will it will be four years of shit no matter who it is it'll be just a different flavor of shit like I know what this flavor of shit is and uh, the other flavor will be you know maybe it would taste like one percent better but I don't want to drink shit it's like okay if you're gonna have ice cream that is ninety nine percent shit we got a guy that's about to campaign really hard on having ninety five percent shit ice cream I'm not eating the fucking ice cream. Well, I have great sympathy for any women who bring forth an allegation. I'm a big, strong supporter of the Me Too movement. I, I think it's been a great, made a great contribution uh, to our country. And, a, in, and I do um, uh, support Joe Biden. I'm satisfied uh, with how he has uh, responded. I know him. I was proud to endorse him the other day on Monday. Very proud to endorse him. Uh, and so I'm, I'm satisfied with that. Started a movie chatter, but the other day I watched a movie uh, called uh, uh, Gabriel Over the White House, which is fucking insane movie to have been produced in like 1933. Uh, but it's actually why? very good. Well, I'll tell you why. The plot is the Walter Houston plays the president, President Hudson. He's a newly elected Democratic president. He's a you know part, a president by committee. The party picked him as their guy. He's going to come in, enforce the party line, not really going to do much, going to be an ineffective, ineffective dandy, really, who's just there to, like, push, you know, push money to, to rich people. Um, and then on one of his, like, jaunts, he's, like, you know, enjoying the, uh, the, the, the fruits of his office. He's taking the, the car out for a little spin. He's going too fast, and he gets in a car accident, and he gets a concussion. And then when he wakes up, he has been possessed by God, literally been, he's possessed now by god and uh god has now made him into like a benevolent dictator where he's now he now like he fires his whole cabinet uh he he in he 
the army of the homeless, uh, he, 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 he has them do the new deal. Basically. <laughs> it sounds like uh, the, the concept of this movie is what if someone was a good person? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then he like literally dismantles, not just the military, American, American military, but he gets every country in the world to fucking stand down their militaries. Uh, it's a, this bizarre fantasy scenario in which someone in a position of power is not a piece of shit. Yeah. And, and, but and to do that, you have to have the magic realism of God <laughs> entering into the human body. Yes. This is the likeliest way there will ever be a fucking leftist president would be a fucking <laughs> like Joe Biden head was like in the head. And like there's the tumor that's definitely growing in his brain. Bring achieve sentience. It takes yes. over the body. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only way. It's crazy. Yeah, the it's angels that he was staring off in at in the distance as he spaced out at the podium finally take take control of his form. If 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 in like two months Biden starts talking in like explicitly like re, you know revelatory language and like <laughs> he's just like I, becomes like just like Saint Paul like re, like revelation revelations brain. Yes, if there's if there's like a, a, an actual fire burning behind his eyes, then yes, I will. I'll, I'll consider it. And he does uh, Medicare for all and shit, but he keeps talking about how the silver-haired locusts are coming. Yeah, <laughs> like that's it's an effective, strong leader. He's like, well, and the angels came down, and they had five faces and six tails of lions, and uh, we have to transition to it, away from oil. Yeah, it's pretty funny. FDR loved this movie, by the way. This movie came out right around the time he was coming into office. Really? Yeah. That's cool, actually. <laughs> that makes... movie was, the movie was produced by Hearst, which is funny. Weird. Uh, uh, and Hearst had a big stake in it. He, like, William Randolph Hearst, for the, yeah, uh, yeah. the non-edified listener, uh, newspaper magnate, best friend of Charlie Chaplin. Yes, it's it's pretty funny. You made me like him a little bit more, uh, despite all the fact that he was a you know scumbag who like got America involved in like the Spanish American War, or whatever. Uh, but uh, it's it's because there's this vacuum in time, right? You know, the '30s, the Depression. People like that's how you look to in Europe, uh, this and Germany and Italy. It was. Amer- it was like this movie was like America tried to channel like, what if we had Mussolini? What if we had someone who was just going to come in and just say, fuck it, and we're going to do all the things? That benevolent could- dictator, philosopher yeah. king. And it was just so beautiful to see a movie that just like realized everything I believe. So, God. Was, uh, who among us is not uh, fantasized about that? Just like, God, just like fuck democracy let me if i could just like be in power for like 10 minutes oh i don't i don't i, I mean this is a, i guess a controversial thing i do not believe in democracy i don't it's doesn't work doesn't work yeah well the test uh the 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 experiment we've been running is it has definitely had some troubling results yeah yeah definitely uh I, not promising returns i think the real problem here though is not that democracy itself doesn't work but that democracy uh in tandem with capitalism is like a oxymoronic concept if we lived in a society where everyone was like had the the energy and the time uh to educate themselves uh and were invested and they weren't being pulled apart by a million different distractions and you know capitalist interests that, yeah. that are and there weren't yeah those with time. disproportionate power that could 
yeah shape conversations and yeah equal playing field all that yeah sure in a, in a, in a utopian fantasy democracy would be great but unfortunately yeah. this is not just the world but, we live in yeah you have uh, to have the uh, you have to have the dictator first <laughs> and then we'll get to democracy. the purely benevolent god possessed dictator who uh, then you know does democracy after his his rule but the problem yeah, is, and then, is that, and, then, and then promptly dies after he accomplishes all of his goals so and it's because like people will point towards of course like um people will say like cuba's undemocratic uh whatever like um all of these places that had to have authoritarian leaders because of the pressures they faced from the capitalist imperialist powers were actively trying to fucking crush them and fund uh counter forces and their counter revolutionary forces in their own countries and sabotage them in any way it makes there's no way to seed like the if anyone wanted to point of them as like an example that that like it doesn't work and that democracy never springs forth there's no there's no way it ever could until america is gone yeah that's exactly the thing they're like they're bullied kids if you're the bullied kid you have to keep standing up for yourself until they stop bullying you and they never we never will stop bullying them so that means they have to constantly be what they are and that's the thing, like, when people, like, who believe that you can, like, reform the system, you know, like, the, our enemy here in America, the force, uh, forces arrayed against us are so powerful that if you believe you can just do, if you can, you think you can win and play nice? That's impossible. That's, you're not going yeah. How is it not a relatable story to the, to the American people that the whole story of, like, the bullied kid who finally punches back at the bully and then the bullied kid gets in trouble? Anyone could sit there and watch like a short film of that happening and be like, what? This is fucking bullshit. Yeah, but we're the good guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, you got to have a big label on. Well, it's like, I don't know. It's the team scrambles. sportsification of everything, right? Like, mm-hmm. and I think also the, the guilt for your own lifestyle. Oh, yeah. That's a huge part of it, I think. Now, the funny thing is, this is tangential kind of, but it kind of it get, evinces what we're talking about. There's something I, I was on a bus, school bus, uh, in college between campuses, and there was this kid. He was he he clearly looked like a weird kid, you know, the kind of kid that people would probably make fun of. Just bad skin, bad fashion. fashion. <laughs> a real piece of shit. Full kid looks no, like yeah, shit. <laughs> I I mean, just the no. odds say he probably is a piece of shit because I think most people are. But let's assume he's a cool guy. Uh, and he's he's just there on one seat, and then over here there's a click. There's like three, you know, pretty, you know, nice looking, chitty, ch- you know, chirpy girls. They're uh, over there, and the kid um, talks to, uh, and I'm well, I'm jumping ahead. The girls, I'm listening. I'm eavesdropping. One of my favorite activities. I'm listening to what they're talking about. They are talking about the Breakfast Club and how much they love the Breakfast Club. That's what they're talking about. Uh, a oh, movie yeah. that is all all about seeing past your differences. Uh, seeing that we are a collective unity uh, baby unity yes that we that that the real tyrant is the principal not each other all that you know everyone knows breakfast club they're talking about how much they love that movie right uh and then this kid who i he's uh, trying to muster muster up some courage these girls are not talking about a class they've been in and the kid is listening and he's had that class and he says oh hey i was in that class i know that professor and he gives them some tips about how to deal with that professor nice the courage this kid had to use to talk to these girls, considering how, what different leagues they were, hats off to the guy, right? And very impressive. Yeah, hats uh, off then, to you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> the girls indulge him 
you know, not not they're not invested, but they're like, all right, they're playing it cool, I guess, whatever. Uh, and then the kid gets off the bus, and then I'm listening to these girls again, and these girls are now fucking making the ever loving shit fun out of this kid, making like how like like they're not saying <laughs> so many words, but they're just talking about like how dare this fucking kid talk to us, basically. What that was the things. basis of it. <laughs> And it's he just, like just tried like, to come in with advice. And- yeah, I've never it's I've never seen it just play out this beautiful arc of how our beliefs and our actions are so fucking disjointed that these people who expressing this 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 admiration for this piece of art or this kind of belief system that's all about inclusivity that's about caring about one another that's about uniting and uh, accepting our differences and then to be when they're immediately put into action literally 2 seconds after espousing such a claim and then they behave exact the exact opposite and that Incredible. kid that kid was me <laughs> uh, this is a, I this was that a, little boy that was Forced <laughs> off the bus for being too ugly and weird. Nah, man, you got you got good hair and your fashion sense is better than this kid. So, oh, no, well, 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 shucks. Thanks, Kevin. But fashion sense. Yeah, I'm I, cool. I, I think Dustin's got a good fashion sense. Okay, all right. He's trying to look like he's trying to do the '70s rock star thing. I, you know, I, I admire, I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. I actually have really been enjoying my hair growing longer during this quarantine because usually i'll hit a point where i'm like oh i should cut it but i shot past that and now i just a lot long long hair is part of my identity my my animal crossing guy has long hair my my switch me avatar has long hair <laughs> my pokemon character as guy has long hair it's that's i'm feeling it i'm feeling myself it's good that you're not working with nick right now because he'd probably be fucking chiding you to get your hair out of your face. <laughs> Nick just classically I'm fu- I'm fuming right now just thinking <laughs> about it. I'm absolutely apoplectic. I feel so angry. Fucking recalcitrant you hearing about your fucking hair. Shermer High over here. Cut your hair. I'll tell you this quarantine has definitely gave me a newfound understanding of the word soup catcher because what? my oh, beard is I'm God. not shaving my beard. Oh, I'm eating a lot of soup. So, like, my beard is constantly speckled with soup. Speckled. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was, getting burrito, I was getting burrito juice all up in my fucking beard last night. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, America. Touch your face. Go out and have sex and don't worry about touching anything. Fucking touch anything and everything. It makes your immune system stronger. I used to be afraid of raw eggs and raw meat. And now I drink raw eggs, and I eat raw meat, and I have been for years, and I'm fucking fine. Hey, guys. Uh, I'm going to be right back. I'm going to go grab a beer. Yeah. So hold All down right. the fort. Uh, you know, uh, give, me, give me a fun surprise conversation to come back to during when I edit, when I'm editing right, when it you, on. When you come back, I'll be fully nude. All Wait, right. are you guys not fully nude? <laughs> <laughs> I could be. Who knows? I, I was thinking how I wanted to, as an experiment, just be naked for like a full week. What would it be like to just be naked for a full week? Because I could do that right now. You might but like I, it too much. You can't leave your house. I love, being, I love being naked. But the problem is I have to walk my dog like four times a day. I, I would then have to put clothes on to walk my dog. So it's like, ah, that sounds like a pain in the ass to keep getting undressed and dressed. So I'll never get to know the joy. Free the nipple, baby. Have you ever tried skipping while nude? Uh, you know what? I can't say I have. I, I did the other day. It's weird, right? <clears throat> I don't know. Like, uh, I would 
sometimes when I'm when I'm having sex and I get like too close too early, I'll like jump out of the situation and uh, quickly do jumping jacks. I'll like jog jog around the room or do jumping jacks in place. Well, that's different. That's sex. I'm talking about in non-sexual context. And also, do you really do that? Yeah, yeah. I would like run around the. I would like run around (laughs) the apartment or run around the room. You like stop. So you stop the act and you announce that you're going to be doing. You're quickly going to go on a jog. Yes. Okay. Well, I say, hey, you want I, so that this is not over right now, right now, because mm-hmm. uh, I don't think you're ready for that. Don't I'm think gonna, you're ready I'm for gonna this. Do, I'm going to do, baby. Yeah, I'm like flicking the tip of my penis and running around the room. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I just dread. I I would dread that I'm setting myself up for disaster. Where I'm like, hey, like, do you want this to keep going? Like, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna go run around. And they're like, actually, no, no, no they're actually yeah. like, no, no, that's good. We're no, yeah, we're we can through. be done. I'm getting tired now I gotta get some sleep now Guess I've been worried Much too long And don't wake me Till it's over When the need For you is gone I was so happy Before I loved you I wanna be Like I was before And don't wake me Till it's over When I want